Welcome to the Washdown Podcast, episode number 62, with guest and co-host Chris Nelson. And today we are going to talk about, well, we talked about a lot of stuff, but kind of the gist of the conversation is we talk about injuries um, on the fire department, getting injured, and the toll that can take uh, mentally and physically on you. So had a great time shooting the podcast. I hope everybody enjoys the conversation. Um, like, subscribe, click if you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify. Thank you. And yeah, here it is. Episode number 62 of the Washdown Podcast. Okay, we're going. I want to say something so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, buddy. No. We were talking about this the other night on an episode that we did we need to create some controversy that's how we blow up and become huge hmm. i mean we just say some like weird off the wall shit like i'm a boob guy not a butt guy oh well yeah because i mean the butt thing's real big right now yeah i'm a boob guy i'm not picky uh... i like boobs <laughs> <laughs> don't care well, you know, that's... There's your controversy. I don't think that's enough to get us canceled. And by canceled, I mean when you get canceled, everybody comes to see what you're talking about. And then you get a whole bunch more views. You're not Joe Rogan. <laughs> All right, let's just go ahead and get that out now. He's not going anywhere. Well, I know he's not going anywhere. He's too big to be canceled. Yeah. He has more... I don't see why people are mad either. I don't get it. Well, because here's the thing. People look at, somebody will edit or cut a video. Oh, yeah. And it'll be completely out of context, and that's what people see. People won't go and watch the whole episode. Well, no, because that takes too much time. Yeah. But they're going to have that knee-jerk reaction to something that is mashed together. Well, both sides do it. Well, yeah, no. it's. I'm not saying one side does it and the other side doesn't, but... I mean, that's just the general, people aren't going to look deeper. No. They're going to see the surface, and then they're going to get pissed off, and, oh, he said this, so he is this. Yeah, fuck you. How about that? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Besides, we've, it, all, we've all said stuff wrong in our lives. Exactly. That's, Jocko put a really great talk out about that, about, hey, everybody messes up. But, you know, what, I, I did what look happened up, to forgiveness? I did look up what they were mad about, and he was reading a quote. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you sure you want to go down that road? Because I know somebody else who said some quotes, who read them, mm-hmm. when they were in Congress. Yeah. Well, and that's... Just saying. And that's, and that's the same side. Yeah. But like I said, it's... They're going to look at the surface... And it's what fits what what fits my narrative, or yeah. the narrative that I want. Well, and every, a lot of most people do that. Yeah. <clears throat> they won't look at both sides and look at all the evidence. Yeah, just like I mean, COVID. Yeah. Oh, Fauci said this. I don't give a shit what Fauci said. Yeah. I want to see. I'll release it all. Yeah. Because then they release the numbers, and then you have like a hundred more questions. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. A hundred people died. Great. I mean, not great. I don't want to be dying. Yeah. But now we've got a number. Yeah. Okay. Did they all die of COVID only? Did they have any other illnesses? Comorbidities. And then 
what were they? What was their age? Oh, uh, like 70 and up. Well, dude, that's the thing that they were. I mean, not, I'm not saying, you're, you know, that's still bad people died. But at the same time, you're older. You have a lot of health issues. This is new. You're gonna, it's going to take people out. Yeah. And there are young people that died, and that's going to happen. Yeah. But you really start breaking the numbers down. You're like, seriously? Well, did you watch the, and not to go harp on Joe Rogan again, but the podcast with Sanjay Gupta? I'll be honest, man. I don't really don't watch podcasts. Well, anyway. I don't have the time. I don't have time. So Joe Rogan hit him with the, the vaccine thing with how it's causing myocarditis in boys 12 to 15. And Gupta's sitting there saying, well, I'm not worried about getting it because I'm vaccinated and boosted and you know, even though I'm 53, the chances of me getting it are only, I'm eight times less likely or some bullshit number, right? Well, then Joe Rogan's like, well, what about this? And their males age 12 to 15 are like six to 10 times more likely to get myocarditis than to be hospitalized for any reason with COVID. And Gupta was trying to crawfish and like, no, dude, these are the numbers. So why is it okay for you to feel like you don't care if you get it because you're vaccinated, but it's not okay for these people whenever it's proven they're probably not going to get sick? You probably have about the same, you know, chances of being really sick, sick. And he's like, well, uh. Well, say, and you can make the numbers say whatever you want. Yeah. So you got to take them. You really got to look at them. Yeah. Hard and dig into it and not take it at face value. Yeah. Any study can be skewed. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not opposed to somebody getting vaccinated. I'm not opposed to somebody not getting vaccinated. It's none of my damn business. And that's the problem that we're having. Well, it's been politicized. That the whole and thing has been politicized. I'm not a fan of show me your vax card or you can't come in. That, but that's your business. Okay, cool. Yeah. You if have, you're, if you you're a private, right. if you're a private business, then go ahead. Yeah. But if you're the government... Go fuck yourself. Controversy. Sorry. I'm not showing you my papers. <laughs> I'm not. That's none of your damn business. Now, if I walk into a restaurant and they want to see my Vax card, one, I'm not going to eat there. I'm like, no, not doing that. Then two, do I get to see your Vax card and your employees and your food handler's card and your safety classes? And hey, how about your hepatitis tests? Because you know you're back there with sharp knives and other objects. I mean... How about just a full STD test? When was the last time you guys had one of those? Because that shit can get passed. I mean, where's the line? Well, there is no line anymore. The rabbit hole's wide open. I mean, I don't want to have dinner with the Mad Hatter, all right? Yeah, I said that. (laughs) (laughs) And that, ladies and gentlemen, I think is the first Alice in Wonderland (laughs) reference on this podcast. So, you're welcome. And I'm never late for an important date, all right? Uh, did you just watch that movie or something? Nope. <laughs> just reaching back there and just reaching back, yanking back it out. To childhood there. Yeah. I like it. I've I've missed having you on the podcast. Uh, I've been busy. Yeah, that's and that's what it comes down to: it, being busy, healing. I mean, school works. I hate the class I'm in right now. One of them, which I don't. It's a money grab class, in my opinion. Philosophies of world religions. Now, I do like learning other religions. I think they're neat. I think they're interesting. A lot of the stories start matching up. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like the flood. Like there's a most religions have a version of the Great Flood, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Epic of Gilgamesh, whatever all you want the way call back it. to ancient Sumeria. Yep. Yeah. So they're, they're, it's it's cool to see how people who never interacted but might have interacted because of how people split when you know the world was Pangea and all that, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. But what the hell does it have to do with a degree in emergency management? Hmm. Well, I mean, you do serve citizens. We are a melting pot, right? We are. So, I mean, you can look at it from that perspective. But everybody in the college has to take it. And it's not a Christian school either. I looked. I, I started digging. Because <laughs> I was curious. I'm like, well, is it? That That's weird that, I mean. I still have to take uh, ethics and was a life ethics and vocation class. Well, ethics is not a bad class. No, I've, that had, should I've, be. I've had an ethics class before. Yeah. I still don't have ethics. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Wow, that's promotion <laughs> material right there. So, yeah. No, no ethics or morals here, folks. I mean, but that's and that's the thing when you start taking those classes, you know, my morals are different than your morals. What I hold in high regard, you might not. Mm-hmm. And we're just different because we see things different. We were raised different different experiences it's not a bad thing i'm not right you're not right i'm not wrong you're not wrong for the most part i mean if you're out killing people you're fucking wrong but you know just that kind of stuff yeah well that's yeah i mean (coughs) i went to a religious college and that was a majority of the classes that i had to take were you know about the bible and stuff. So. See, I think the Bible is interesting, but you and I can read the same passage and interpret it differently. Yep. Yes. And that's the problem. Yes. And I don't like when people use the Bible to make their argument for why they have the moral high ground. Yeah. Well, it goes back to the right is right, and yeah. So, yeah, we're, we we don't have to get into that. That's down another rabbit hole. That may be too much controversy. Eh, rabbit hole, snake hole, whatever. <laughs> it's a, yes. So anyway, you wanted to talk about on-the-job injuries. and Yeah, it's something we haven't touched on yet. Yeah, we so, haven't. And we've both been there. Yeah, I mean, so I had, I've had two surgeries. You've had a surgery, had two, two surgeries. Going for a third. Yeah. Probably. At some point, there'll be a third. Yeah. And maybe a fourth and a fifth. So yeah. none of them are career ending. It's just, you know, you can't function if you're not healthy. Yeah. And so I had the shoulder first, and that probably needs to get done again at some point. So what what I had recently was my hip. Not a replacement. Because, of course, when you say hip surgery, everybody goes to replacement. Yeah. No. So they shaved the femoral head down and the neck because it was really thick. And then... There was the labral tears and some of that calcified, so there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, cartilage was all shredded, so fixed that the best they could. Mm-hmm. And just kind of opening up the hip joint. So the right side needs it too. Problem is, so you're off work. So I took a 40-hour job within the department doing stuff. And it's been, at least I'm still working. I'm productive. I'm not just sitting, sitting. on your ass. Yeah. yeah. But... It's still, it, it's weird going from a 24-hour schedule to a 
<laughs> five day a week schedule. Uh, yeah, I'm like this sucks. I have to get up. <laughs> no, I want to sleep in. How do people live like this? <laughs> oh, Been drinking more coffee. <laughs> Black Rifle coffee. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've got some of that. I want to get some. I still haven't had. It's any. good. But you know, been you know, and been in the community more and doing different things, and it's been nice. Yeah. So interacting with people when you're not on an emergency call and actually being able to have a conversation with them. You know, I've done a couple of safety plans for churches around the town, and that's kind of fun. Not hard. Like, most of them are worried about a mass shooting. I'm like, oh, that's, the risk is not high. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's there, but it's not. Yeah. Let's worry about a medical call because you're, you know, when you, yeah. go, when you walk into a church, it's an older population. Yeah. And let's figure out how we're going to do that first and get out, and then we could do safety and you know, and most of them have radios now and off-duty cops that attend, or they pay them, yeah. which is kind of nice. So, <clears throat> I know churches have that, a lot of them are anti, not anti-gun, but, hey, don't carry in here, but yeah, if you do, we're not going to say nothing. <laughs> Unless it's Texas. <clears throat> Texas is a whole different ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're in church without your gun? <laughs> yeah. They, Son, I got, what is wrong with you? They got extras. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> That's why I love Texas. <laughs> Bottle of gym and a gun. Where were we at? We were I was in a town north of here and it was a liquor store, but it sold guns and ammo. And I was like, Seriously? That Okay. America. Gotta love America. <laughs> Small town USA. Love it. I was like, how about I get that uh Glock over there and then a case of beer? <laughs> Well, once you finish the beer, you've got targets. That's right. Not till tomorrow, though. Do not shoot a firearm <laughs> while you've been drinking. They do not mix. You know I'm big on firearm safety, too. Yes, I know. You're so, you're yeah. super safety guy. Yeah. That's a big deal to me. Yeah. I don't want to get shot, man. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like it hurts. Um. Yeah. I can't imagine that it feels good. Well, you know, all the I mean, shootings... I've been shot with a paintball. So, Michelle, the BB gun. I mean, hurts. basically, it's the same thing, yeah, except for the burning. <laughs> Everybody I've ever ran that's been shot feels more of a burning sensation than yeah. Is well, what they, is what mean, they say. Well, I mean, think about it. You got a chunk of oh, yeah. hot lead going through yeah. you. It's gonna burn. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, I'm, just I'm, I'm not arguing. I was like, I yeah. bet it does, man. Yeah, you got three of them in you. <laughs> <laughs> but then we, you know, so. For, for me, it was, the surgery wasn't too bad. I mean, I didn't wake up in a whole lot of pain. I still had, I didn't get a nerve block on the hip. On the shoulder, I did, because the hip is so dense and thick. And, and I didn't have a whole lot of pain with it. I mean, certain days I did, certain movements, but it was weird. So getting in and out of bed, I had to move my legs and hips as a unit. You couldn't mm-hmm. separate. I had to be in this, <clears throat> I don't even know what it's called. Contraption. Yeah. So it was like a foam roller, big, thick foam roller thing. And then my feet were Velcroed into it. And so I couldn't put my feet when I laid, because they don't want you rotating. Yeah. Makes sense. I get it. Yeah. For three weeks. It sucked. So if I was awake and, and stuff, I could not be in it because I had control. Mm-hmm. And the, the, you know, the further it was after surgery, the less I used it during the day. Then there was the machine. I had to be in a machine for six hours a day, moving my hip, back, my leg back and forth. So go straight to bending it towards my chest in six hours. Oh, yeah, it sucked. I did two hour intervals. Most yeah. of the time I took a nap. 
once I, you know, after like the third day, I was like, yeah, I'm going to sleep. Can you turn it up each day and try and you start at like 15 degrees and get up to 90. The worst part was taking a shit. I'll be honest. Because you can't bend enough in any direction to reach. <laughs> if you had longer <laughs> arms. Yeah. It doesn't matter because if I had longer arms, my body's taller. <laughs> I don't know. I think I could reach. Because you can only you can only bend a certain way. So even sitting down, I can only go 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. So unless I had a super tall toilet, I wasn't going to be able to use it. So we had, we had to buy this deal that sits on the toilet. So it's Uh-oh. like a camping toilet almost. It's oh, on top of the an toilet. An extender. Yeah. A toilet extender. And then, so getting up and down for about the first week was tough. I'm not Jan, my Jan will probably get mad, but couldn't couldn't clean myself. You talk about emasculating. Thirty nine years old, <laughs> I can't mm. wipe my own booty. Yep. And it wasn't just me. I felt bad for her. So most people, you know, like oh, doc- they're doctors and nurses. Oh, you're not going to go for like four or five days. I went the morning after surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still in the hospital, because I'd spend the night at the, at the it, was, it wasn't a hospital hospital, it was the, so the doctor's office had a surgery center, and then, like, a floor, you stay on for the night. Okay. So, yeah, that morning, I was like, hey, I, uh, <laughs> seriously? I'm like, yeah. And that's when, I, that's when I figured out, I was like, oh, fuck. So, like, and we bought a bidet afterwards, and I'll want to install that for the next, <laughs> for the next surgery. <laughs> for the next one. <clears throat> but, I mean, if I didn't have her... I mean, what, what, what am I going to do? So that kind of fucked with me. Yeah. You know, having to stand there and wait. So part of the surgery, they pull traction on your leg. So I had ankle pain for God, six weeks. Dang. Where, so where the strap is on the ankle. Yeah. And they pull traction on it almost to the point where they dislocate it. So they, they have the room in there. They can go in and work. Yeah. And I, I get that. And, but they put this. So, you know, the splints we use. Yeah. So they put this thing, these are my hips, and in between my, my, my thumb and my index finger, that's your... Yeah. So they have something that pushes right on it. <clears throat> so oh. it almost restricts blood flow. And you're, I mean, you're unconscious and all that. Yeah. But there's like a less than 1% chance you start having ED. Mm-hmm. I think it took three or four days for it to... <laughs> work like it's supposed to. <laughs> Talk about fucking with you. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal for, for guys. Yeah. And even in a marriage, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. So all, you have all this stuff, and then you start going through therapy, and it's slow going. Because <clears throat> I was in therapy in two days. Yeah. Surgery on a Monday, therapy on Wednesday. And you couldn't, you can't put any weight on it. So going upstairs was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you're not supposed to jump, but what do you? Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, you you almost you have to jump a little bit. Yeah, which then causes your muscles in your back to work more. Yeah. So now I've got pulled <laughs> <both> muscle <laughs> in my lower back, and it dropped. It was like the fourth time I did it. It dropped me to my knees on the stairs, Ugh. and I, I couldn't breathe because of that pulled muscle in the back. Yeah, I, I know that feeling <clears throat> intimately well. You know, and I'm not bitching. I'm not. This is just, this is what happened. Yeah. And then <clears throat> so three weeks on crutches. That third week, you start, wean, you know, weaning yourself off. And when I can actually walk without crutches was awesome. But then you have to be careful because you're not able to 
walk that far. You get tired real quick. Your muscles are because you, they cut through the, your your thigh muscle on the outside. Yeah, and that's a big muscle, and I got some cool scars though. <laughs> did they did they like staple it back together or it was, it was stitches? Oh, so I had stitches in there for a month. It was four weeks, and they, it was pretty good cuts they put in there. Even though it was the orthoscopic, I mean it was still yeah good size. It went small. Yeah. But it starts messing. You're stuck at home. Can't really leave. And then, you know, I wouldn't say depression, but kind of the verge of it. Just because, I mean, I'm well, isolated. Yeah. You know, plus we're going through COVID still. And I, after surgery, you're more susceptible to getting sick. So it's like, hey, stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. Because I don't need that on top of this. Yeah. I try to keep it clean. Even showering was a pain in the ass. Because, you, you know, I had to buy a bench to slide into the shower. Yeah. And then I'm standing there, and all my weight's on my right leg, and it got it gets tired fast. Yeah. All all your weight on it. Yeah. And having, like, I could do the top half, but that was it. I mean, yeah. I had, I had to rely on my wife for everything. I turned into a toddler. Worse than a toddler. Well, yeah, because you're able to verbalize and bitch. Yeah, and we tried not to. <laughs> I mean, there was a couple times we fought. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because who, who she, she hasn't wanted to bitch to. Yeah. So I get it, but I'm the cause of it, and then now I'm fr- and I'm frustrated, so that pisses me off, and then she bitches about it. So now I'm even madder, and then I yell at her, and she yells at me, and we're just you know it's frustration. Yeah. But then you you know it's always in the back of your mind. Did the surgery go right? Is this going to fix my problem? Am I going to go back to work? Yeah, and it's a waiting game because you don't know. There's you know you're not gonna. You're not going to find that out immediately. No. It's going to be once you've finished physical therapy, once you've lived with it for a little while. You know, and I'm, and I'm not. This isn't a brag, but I've been ahead of where I'm supposed to be in therapy the entire time, which is a good thing. I mean, and I push it a little bit. I mean, I don't push it to the extent of, "Hey, man, you know, you're, you're going way too far." But I need to know what I can and can't do mm-hmm. throughout therapy. What's my limit? And your body tells you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's been, that was November. Yeah. Into November. It was that Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we're in almost end of February. I know, yeah. I don't want air for a while, but just the context for dates. Well, two weeks, I think. <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, we're not that far ahead anymore. So, but, uh, but I mean, it all, and I still get, if I walk, so I had to go downtown. You know how downtown is. Yeah. And, of course, we had the weather. But... Snowmageddon. Yeah. I had to shovel the driveway. Not sure if that's on my approved list to do at this point, but it's got to be done. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, especially after that snowstorm, because yeah. that was deep. Yeah. I mean, I know you can't really tell from my driveway, but uh, my neighbor came over and used a snowblower. Because I've been... I don't know if you would call it insanely lucky or unlucky, but every time that it snowed, I've actually been leaving to go to work. <laughs> so every morning, so like I'll wake up at 4.30 in the morning or 4 or whatever, come down here and work out, and then there's no snow on the ground. I go take a shower, shave, all that stuff. I'm ready to leave by 5.30, come out, and there's snow everywhere. Yeah, it and hit hard yeah, quick. Yeah, it hit hard quick. Um 
but yeah, so he's come over, he's got a snowblower. So he com- comes over and helps, you know, he clears it off for me for That's Rachel. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's super nice. I mean, he's retired. I have four, he's super I have four nice neighbors guy. with snowblowers. They all knew I had surgery and I'm still recovering because they all know what I, what we do. Yeah. And they're like, Hey man, how come you've been home every day? Yeah. So, you know, you tell them, oh, okay. And they all just looked at me. I wouldn't ask him for help. I didn't, I didn't go ask him. I didn't you know, yeah. like that. I'm like, this is my driveway. It's my responsibility. Yeah. But I could have used help on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, we had three foot snow drifts. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was piled up halfway up on Rachel's side of the driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine too. <coughs> it sucked. I hate snow. I hate winter. Yeah. I'm not a super huge fan of it. And especially because our back patio gets no sun, so it doesn't melt off. Mm-hmm. So it's all shovel. See, our our backyard gets all sun, and the front yard doesn't. Yeah. So our driveway, if I don't shovel it, it stays packed for a while. Yeah. As long as I go out and take the top layer off, because we've been fortunate it will snow, but then literally, usually about two days later, it's in the 60s. Yeah. We've so, been lucky. I mean, it hadn't been a bad winter. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I think I've worn, worn a coat four times. Yeah. Maybe. I'm yeah. a sweatshirt it, guy. Yeah. I'm warm enough. But. Yeah. So, anyway. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bet it did. And I, and I felt it afterwards. I mean. Should have called me. I got room in the Jeep for a shovel. I could I could put a shovel in there. I could I come it. over. You probably. Being a Jeep guy, I'm sure you would, like, tie it down to the hood or on the top. That way everybody can see what you're doing. Um. I mean, Jeeps are definitely a look-at-me vehicle. I should get that bracket. And, oh, my buddy came over yesterday. So, you know, I switched out my rear bumper and my rock sliders and all that stuff. So I just gave it to him um, because he got a Jeep and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm just kind of passing it along. Might as well. So you collect dust in your garage. Yeah. And I'm not going to put the effort out to sell it because you know how that is. It's, well, I need more pictures or will you take this for it or how about a trade? And it's like... Dude, I don't need your, you know, Super Nintendo for my rear bumper. That's. I mean, it but, depends on what it is. So anyway, but so his Jeep, it's a silver, um, JK, Unlimited. Totally moder- modeling it after the Razor Crest. He's got Mandalorian on the decal on the hood. He's got the Rhino, free hey on the grill. You do you. Baby Yoda on the back glass. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of Rebel Alliance stickers out here lately. Yep. Seen a bunch of those. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the government is the empire. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for controversial? Well, yeah. I think most people that watch this podcast probably agree, though. I mean, you can't tell me that's not Emperor Palpatine sitting up there. I mean, he looks... Vaguely, I mean, you put a freaking put a hood on him. We'll put a hood on him. See what it? Yeah, that's yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I have. Yeah. What happened to just being able to agree to disagree and be middle of the road and social media? That's exactly what it is. Everybody gets a trophy. My feelings matter. No, they yeah. don't. No, they don't. Well, my feelings don't matter. You don't give a shit about mine. Why should I give a shit about yours? So, how about that? I don't know if, well, obviously you don't watch podcasts, so, but there's like. The only time I do is when I come over and you've got them on. Yeah. And you force me to sit through it. I'm like, God. Yeah. 
Let's so, watch videos of gophers getting shot for once. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Um, a lot of the social media, like, shit stirrers and stuff are from troll farms. They're not even mm-hmm. real accounts. Like, they, Jocko and Joe Rogan were talking the other day, and he threw out a number of something like, it was almost like 90% of, like, the Christian, like, social media pages are actually run by troll farms. That wouldn't surprise me. So it's not like the everyday citizen that's, I mean, yes, there are some real people out there who really believe that shit and are really stirring up shit. But I mean, you can tell a difference when you start reading comments between a troll and. See, you can. I can. Why can't everybody else? Because we grew up before computers. Probably. We know what a dial phone or rotary phone looks like. (laughs) Yes, I've used those. Those are the I type, have, yeah. if you don't know, they got a wheel on it with all the numbers, and then you go, and you always messed up on the last number. Yep, and had to hang up and redo it all again. Like last year, like, shit. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, whenever the whole touch We had the old school one, the Victorian one, where you had to pick it up and, you know, it actually looked like a old phone. Oh, yeah. I loved using that thing. Did You slam it down, you ring that bell. Did you ever uh, run into the issue of whenever you had the rotary phone and you called somewhere and it's like, press one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I I'll call back. Yeah. <laughs> I used the other phone in the kitchen. <laughs> had the 25-foot cord on it. So, back to injuries. I was kind of like going down every lane. Yeah, uh, well, it's always fun. But, I mean, it just, it's so when, you, when you're injured like that, because one, we all want to be at work. Yeah, and you start missing the the crew and and all that, and camaraderie there, and getting made fun of. Well, not only that, but the routine. Yeah, because whenever I had my knee surgery, you know, I had my appendix out too. So, I mean, that was four weeks or whatever. That it was what it was. But whenever I had my knee surgery, like. One, I was in pain all the time. Mm-hmm. and Knees are different. Yeah, and you can't really sleep, so it, it jacks with your sleep. So I was at the point where, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm watching Fox Soccer Plus because it's got rugby on. I don't know shit about rugby, well, I, but it looks pretty fucking interesting at 3 in the morning when you ain't slept I'm, in a week. I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, your knee surgery was right about the time Netflix came out, and it was still by mail. It wasn't the streaming service yet. Well, it was still by mail then. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, but, you weren't streaming it. Yeah. There really wasn't streaming. So you were no. confined by what was on television where... Yeah. This time, like, I laid in bed for the most part for the first week and a half or so. Because it made it hurt to move. And it was a yeah. pain. And so I did a lot of... Like, I, like I, I watched the whole series of Loki. Oh, what else did I watch? You watch so much stuff that you got to Netflix, remember. and Netflix said, you've seen everything. Yeah, pretty much. Come back later. <laughs> I was doing Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max. <laughs> and then my brother ended up getting Paramount Plus, so now I've got that. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, he uses some of my stuff, but. Yeah. You know, I, I watched a lot of, because there's nothing to do. I did homework, too, don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, get that done. And but once that was done, I was like, now what? Yeah. You're pretty much confined to yeah. watch a lot of movies. It sucked. 
Yeah, you watched a lot of old 80s movies, didn't you? I did. You know, it's too I even bad. watched the new Bill and Ted movie, and I was like, this sucks. It was terrible. I was so disappointed, so I was like, I'm going to go watch the original. And I, I forgot, felt better. forgot to put my damn tennis shoes on before we came down here, and my feet are cold. I was like, nobody can see your feet. <laughs> I don't care if they can see it or not. I care about my feet being cold. It's like the other day I put McClintock on. It was on it's on Amazon. Classic. And my wife's like, what? really? I'm like, shut up. I will slap you. You don't disrespect the Duke, all right? Uh, no. So watching that, she's up watching the whole thing with me. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a good movie, wasn't it? Yeah, I liked it. I'm like, that's what I thought. Yep. Now I'm gonna watch The Quiet Man. <laughs> Another classic. <laughs> she just shook her head and walked away. <laughs> Because you told me not to put another Western on. I'm like, but... Good. It's not a Western. No, it wasn't. But she, yeah, she walked away. Yeah. Because I was going to do the Sons of Katie Heller. <laughs> or Hondo or something like that. Yeah. No. All classics. And yeah, I, I, like, I think the only movie of his that I wouldn't call a classic was Genghis Khan. That was terrible. That I don't know who cast him as Genghis Khan, but... Well, he was the biggest name back in that time. Yeah. But still. Green Berets, man. Green Berets. Classic. Such a terrible when you go back and watch it, I'm like, man. It was terrible. I like, mean so good though. Yeah. They very clearly shot that in Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> and not Vietnam. <laughs> Budgets weren't the same. Yeah. Well, they didn't try to like like literally everything they shot was in California. They didn't go on location and shoot in other states or other countries really now i mean shit they shoot all over the world yeah but they also changed a lot of tax laws for it yeah <clears throat> and how places charge us why a lot of movies are all shot in the same places because they don't get yeah beat to death on money and they can yeah save their bottom line that's louisiana is a popular place mm-hmm. to shoot movies we did watch reacher i watched that too it was awesome i loved it i'm gonna watch it again yep i considered it better than the movie yeah, I liked it, but I mean, I, 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 like, I, like, I like the movies a lot. I do I watch them all the time. But I like him, the Alan Richter, mm-hmm. better as Reacher than Tom Cruise. He's more believable. Yeah, and his name is Thad. Yes, sorry, he's Thad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing. You know, I think that probably actually hurt him in his career playing that role. Maybe, but I mean, he's because he's funny too. Yeah, but he was in the Wedding Ringer. He was the guy with the stutter. I don't remember that movie. With Kevin Hart. And, oh, uh, that's because I've never watched um, it. That's why I don't remember it. What's that guy's name? Josh Gad. Josh Gad, thank you. Yeah. Who I'm not a huge fan of. He's hit and miss for me. He was funny in that movie. Yeah. And Kaylee Cuco Coco. I can't say her last name, so. We all know who she is. Yeah. Penny. Yeah. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. So that was a good movie, and you know, he but he was the guy that was... He had the stutter. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. A lot of TV watching still. I mean, <clears throat> and more. I'm, I've always been a homebody anyway. I'd rather stay at home. I don't really go to the bars anymore. I'm not in my 20s, which is nice. <laughs> Saves yeah. the pocketbook and the uh, liver. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't drink. Man. <clears throat> I don't drink often anymore. Yeah. So. Well, and so that's another kind of pitfall, it can I be. think, for a lot of people. I mean, you're 
you're isolated, you're at home, you're in pain, you're off work. So you're off your routine completely. Mm-hmm. And in our line of work, alcohol is kind of encouraged. You know, if it's not, let's not say encouraged. Let's say it's not looked down on. Yeah. You know, it's part of our social environment or whatever. Because yeah, a lot it's, of it's gatherings, yeah, a lot of gatherings kind of center around, hey, let's go to a ball game and drink beer or let's yeah. meet Which at a I'm bar. Which I'm not opposed to. I mean, you know, I, like, I like going tailgating and yeah. and all that. But and don't then, get stupid drunk. Yeah. Control well, yourself. You're an adult. Yeah, but then you're at home. You're sitting there, oh, I'm going to, you know, pop a couple of pain pills. I'm going to have a couple of beers. See, I only and took then, pain pills for like three days because I hate them. I can't stand them. Yeah. The muscle relaxers didn't really work, but he gave me. I did take the. He, could, he had me take anti-inflammatories and um, aspirin for blood thinners. Yeah, so you didn't get clots. Yeah, I had the little socks, the compression socks on, so my toes stuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and I wore those for about. You're still two wearing weeks. those? No, nah, we threw them away. No, I, I think we threw them away. I don't know. Because I mean, and even I couldn't put my socks on. It, well. I think it stands was, to reason you can't bend over 90 degrees. You can't reach your feet. So even once he took that restriction off, so at three weeks, he took the restrictions of bending off, which was great because mm-hmm. now I could sit on the toilet by myself. I could yeah. take care of myself. Yeah. <laughs> and which that was, she was happy too. Yeah. And because it's different cleaning a baby then than clean, it is an adult. Yeah. So and then she'd complain about it. I'm like, well, you're the one feeding me. <laughs> you're cooking the meals. <laughs> you're bringing them down. So if you got a problem with the, what's coming out, yeah. think about what's going in. Yeah. Stop giving me chili, and this will stop happening. Yeah. You fed me tacos and beans, all right? <laughs> Which I love tacos and beans. Who doesn't? I love Mexican food. But uh, so even after the, I, he cleared me on the bending, I still couldn't. I, I could do my right foot, but I couldn't do my left till about six to seven weeks later. I mean, that's, that sucked. And even yeah. then, it wasn't comfortable. And even now, it's still not easy like it should be. Yeah. Especially early in the morning when I first wake up, it's real stiff. So later in the day, and I go to therapy right at 7. First first of the day. So it gets my day going, which I enjoy. I like having it done early. But, you know, and going to therapy helps, and there's always other firefighters in there that you know and yeah they love us they, and they really do i mean we have we all talk and we make it fun for that hour we're all there yeah because not well, everybody's like we are and then we get other people get in, start engaging in conversation which and that does help so you have that that social interaction with people and i mean i've always had the two therapists i've had because i had one for my shoulder and then the same one for my hip same place so i i see them all yeah and they're not going to bullshit you, which is nice. Yeah. So that helps. That helps with the mental factor of, hey, I'm going to go back to work. Like, you're ahead of where you should be. We're kind of, we're not going off script, but they don't really say too much. Yeah. You know, this is what we're doing today. Okay. We want you to do 50 pounds. I'm like, hey, how about 60? Because 50 was easy. So yeah. if I can do the 60, why not see? But staying within the restrictions and not saying not instead of doing 150, yeah, because that's way too much. Yeah, you're on a leg press and whatnot because you got to build that muscle back up because it got cut into. Yeah, 
So it's healing. The bone's healing. Every, every, yeah, everything's is. healing. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, and it's a fine line between breaking it down too far. It's like working out to failure. Yeah. You know. Never and, been a fan. Yeah. Me either. And that's the whole, that's why I detest CrossFit. Yeah. I mean, absolutely detest CrossFit. I mean, I just see that as a way to fuck yourself up. So I don't know if you guys, because you didn't have a football team in high school. I did not. So when we work out, there's like once every three to four months, we have a max out day. Mm-hmm. And looking back on it now, I'm not a fan. I'm like, why? What's it matter if I can, you know, bench press 300 pounds? But yeah, it's great. It does help with football, but at the same time, why am I going to risk that injury? Yeah. And tearing up the muscles and all that. Now, and then that's on a Friday and Monday, you may come back and work out again, and I'm still hurting from max out day. Yeah. Just saying. <clears throat> I think it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a definite fine line. I mean, every time you work out, you're breaking down the muscles, and they're healing and growing back stronger. And, I mean, that's working out. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening inside your body when you're doing it. But whenever you go to failure, like, you're injuring yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's there, there's no way around it. You injure yourself. And then it takes longer for those muscles to heal and you're kind of hoping they grow back stronger but that's not always the case yeah i mean depending on what you're doing so and that's the whole thing with crossfit is you end up injuring your joints it's not your muscles so much as your joints that you fuck up i don't know anybody that has done crossfit for an extended period of time that doesn't have a fucked up shoulder a fucked up back messed up knees or hips or Whatever it may be. I mean. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Dude, yeah, I was, You got to bring a CrossFitter in here. You guys can have that discussion. Yeah. Which, you I, know, I mean, working out and mental health. There's, kind of there's, go hand in hand. There's, yeah. That'd be a good conversation. So that's our thing. <clears throat> so I wanted to start working out again. And the doctor comes in after surgery the next morning. And I'm still a little high. Mm-hmm. And I didn't sleep much. I did a FEMA class that night after surgery. I had my iPad. And I was like, yeah, I'll do the FEMA class I need to do for... <laughs> And the nurse comes in, she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, oh, taking a FEMA class. You got to take a test? I'm like, yeah, I'll take one. She comes back in like an hour later. Are you done? I'm like, yeah. Did you pass? Yeah. The fuck did you pass? I don't know. Because I was on some high pain. <laughs> <laughs> I just made <laughs> <Even> under control. <laughs> Who to call if there's a terrorist attack? <laughs> Ghostbusters. That's right. Hey, it worked. I passed. That's all that matters. <laughs> I don't even remember. What, it was a class on uh, disaster management or something. I don't know. I don't remember what the class was. I've got a whole. I got a stack of FEMA certifications now, <laughs> but not not that that means much. Well, yeah, I mean, you never know. For oh, and I wrote the paper too. I got an A on that because <laughs> I, I think I only slept like three three hours after surgery up until they let me go home at like ten that next day. Yeah. That's just, I mean, you're in the hospital. It's uncomfortable. So I tried. I'd sleep for 20, 30 minutes here and there. But the food was good. It was decent. Said no one ever. It was. I, I was surprised. The worst thing I had was the omelet. I was disappointed. Yeah. That's my, uh, probably one of my bigger gripes about whenever I went through the Valor program, we had to eat at the hospital. And yeah, most meals aren't very good. Let's 
just say the nutritional aspect of the food that we were getting not super qual- super high quality. Yeah. So coffee wasn't very good either. I don't know that I ever had any coffee there. I know that we had coffee like at the facility, but I don't know that I ever drank any. It just didn't taste right. No. They were pretty big on not having like any type of stimulants or caffeine or anything. Cause like I tried to be able to get like pre-workout cause they'd let us go to the gym and they'd straight up just no. not an option. This, you, I get can, that. you can have an energy drink. I get that. I'm like, great. I'm going to get a monster. So just not, not mostly sugar. Not the same thing. Yeah. Not the same thing at all. <laughs> but I, I get it. I mean, you're trying oh. to stay, stay away from stuff that's addictive, but then, but a, Energy drinks can't be, too, because of sugar. Yeah. Well, and it's not even that, but the... So, pre-workouts and all that stuff have a high level of caffeine in them, right? Most of them, 300 milligrams or more, which is a lot. Um, Just snort it. It's easier. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> they also have... Two scoops. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of other stuff in there that is like vasodilators and things like that that... If you are on any type of psych meds, which thankfully I wasn't, um, there can be an interaction there. Yeah. So, and it can end up messing with your sleep and, you know, that's a big thing whenever you're healing either physically or mentally, your sleep is huge. And if you're getting good sleep, you heal faster. If you're getting shit sleep, you're not going to heal or you're going to heal much, much slower. When I was there, like when I had my feet in the, in the boots or whatever, sleep was tough mm-hmm. <laughs> put it put it nicely and i sat up you know i'd start by sitting up you know kind of lean back a little bit and then as the night went on you'd start to you know just slide down yeah and then i ended up moving the pillow from behind me and throwing the floor i'd sleep on my back the rest of the night but even then it was only three maybe three hours i could sleep on my back and now i'm awake because my back hurts and i'm mm-hmm. sliding back up and <clears throat> and if i wanted to get up like if i had to pee in the middle of the night i have to call jane because she was upstairs sleeping. Because oh. she slept with me one night, like two weeks in. And I know she didn't do it on purpose, but she kicked my leg. Oh. And I came unglued. <laughs> like two in the morning. Because it fucking hurt. Yeah. I mean, it lit me up. <clears throat> I kicked her out. <laughs> like, <laughs> get out. I will beat you with this crutch. Get out. <laughs> uh. And I, I, she didn't do it on purpose. I know she didn't. Yeah. But it, didn't, it still hurt. You know, and I wasn't. I was mad. I was mad. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I want to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I know it wasn't intentional and she was dreaming. Yeah. I get it. it. In the moment, you're kind of just overwhelmed with that pain. Yeah. So, I get it. So, so. It, it sucked. And I, I get it. She wanted to be, be with me and all that. I, I get that. Yeah. But get away from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a chair right over there. You just sleep in that thing. So, I, you know, we've spent so much time, you know, sleeping together. Yeah, that was. It's weird when we're not yeah. like station days is one thing. Yeah, that's been normal since the day we met. Yeah, but when I'm at home, it's not. Yeah, so and that kind of put a little bit of a strain on stuff. And then of course there was, and let's be honest, when you have an injury, you're not in the mood. Yeah, no, and that takes a while. And that put that and and I know a marriage should not be built on sex. Shouldn't, but it's a part of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a major part, and it just 
not there. And then even after you know, you're, you're still healing, it still takes a while because you're, you're gun shy about your hip or your shoulder or whatever. Yeah. And, Cause you use your whole body. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or you should. Yeah. If you're putting the effort in. Yeah. Or you just lay there like I do and put your hands behind your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do your thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, you know, and that's something that probably doesn't get talked about very much because you're right. I mean, after surgery or an injury or something, you are like, I mean, it's like, oh, can I move that way? Or, yeah. you know, with. Or you're you in know, the middle of it and all of a sudden. Yeah. You get that you, pain. Yep. So I couldn't lay on my left side for two months, and I'm a roller. I, I roll. Yeah, I mean, both sides, back, stomach, whatever. So that was and laying on my back. My back starts hurting. Yeah, after I'm, a couple hours. Yeah, I'm the same way. <clears throat> so I mean, so your sleep. My sleep's still fucked up. Yeah. So I mean, all that plays a factor, <laughs> you know. And it's not hard to get down. You know, like I said, I wouldn't say depressed, but you're close. You're just like, oh. And then, of course, it's winter. Yeah. So you look outside and you're like, well, that that is depressing. Yeah. Seasonal affective disorder. You know? And you've watched the same shows. I don't know, I've watched Big Mouth like four times. Well, I'm going to throw a little bit of information out there so you have something new to watch. Netflix has the whole series of Knight Rider and the Knight Rider movie. The original? The original. So Yeah, I saw it on there. She wanted to watch Criminal Minds again, so we're Yeah. We're gonna start the second season. I've never seen it. Like I've seen episodes here and there when she watched it. Yeah. But it hadn't been bad. Yeah, I've seen episodes, never sat down and really watched it. That's kinda neat. So, I still need to watch Lost in Space, the new season. Yeah, I was gonna watch that again. Because I watched like four episodes, I couldn't Dude. tell you all the stuff that I've watched here recently while being off. Yeah, but I always go back to the you know stuff I've I've watched before and that I like, like The Good Place. Yeah, watched it again. <laughs> I think I'm at like six or Futurama. I couldn't tell you how many times I watched Futurama. They're starting that up again. I know. I'm excited. Except Bender's not going to be there. Yeah, it's a money thing. Yeah. I get it. He wants everybody to get paid more. And he's got a legitimate argument. Yeah. It's, they've been canceled multiple times and brought back. And they make a lot of money on that show. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, pay him more. Pay him. You're going to make money. Yeah. And it's a, it's a definitely a cult classic. Uh Oh, absolutely. I love the show. Jenkins Mad because I watch it all the time. Like, know your role. I'm watching this. Go watch your ID channel. We got TVs in every room, literally every room in this house. Except for the bathrooms, I'm working on that. <laughs> She's not slowing on it yet. Oh, that's, you know, that's been my dream for a long time is to have a TV in the bathroom. Yep. Then I might never leave it, though. If I had the right tub. If I had like one of the jacuzzi tubs. Yeah. Yeah, I would. That did like the automatic heat sensing, mm-hmm. you know, kept the water at a perfect temperature. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. I so could do that too. Have a shower beer. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like I said, I mean, it all it all plays in, and you're worried about going back to work and what am I missing? What's going on when I'm not there? So now you add in the stress of what, what's your crew doing? Yeah. You what, know, and you feel like you're letting them down because you're not there. Yeah. And what, what training are they doing? What calls have they ran that I should have been a part of? Yeah. Well, you know, what have I missed learning wise? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, dude, it all plays into a factor. So I'm like, even sitting here in certain positions, I can still, it still hurts a little bit. Yeah. So now, now that I'm, you know, I'm hurting. Therapy's almost exhausted. What as far as what they can do. Yeah. So if I get, and I go to the doctor tomorrow, and it sounds like I might get extended for another month, maybe for therapy, which is fine. I'm not opposed to therapy. Yeah. Where I do want to go to work, but am I going to be a hindrance? Well, you're a driver now, so. Yeah. I mean, you're a hindrance. Yeah. <laughs> but let's be honest. Am I going to stand in the back and not do anything? You've known me how long? Yeah. No, dude, it's the same thing. Whenever I got promoted, that was the hardest thing for me to do is to step back. Yeah. And let the firefighters be the firefighters. Because how many times we play to push a driver out of the way or a captain? Hey, man, this is our job. Yeah. Or you feel like a a piece of shit because the captain's doing something. You're like, yeah. Isn't that my job? Yeah. He's like, no, no, I got it. Because they still want to play too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know what my role is, but same time yeah at the same time it's it's hard to transition into that role yeah it's not a you know maybe in other professions it's easier because there's like a clear delineation or whatever in our profession there's not i mean it's yeah we have those defined roles or whatever but when you get on a call sometimes those roles you can't just stick to them Especially, like, say you're running a code or something, CPR. Everybody's got to kind of do a little bit of everything. And those calls, and those hard calls could be extremely complicated for somebody who doesn't have the experience. And even if you do have experience, that can be complicated because you're going to see something new and you're like, well, that's weird. Yeah. But then how do you respond? Yeah. And when you don't have the experience, it's harder to respond in the appropriate way. And even with experience, sometimes you, you respond wrong. Yeah. But chances are good you're and I know this sounds bad, <clears throat> but you're gonna respond a little differently. Yeah. So well, experience matters. It does. You know, and especially in our job. And unfortunately the only way to get experience is to do it. Yeah. You know. And we're everybody's gonna make mistakes, nobody's gonna do stuff perfect all the time, and that goes with everything. Oh yeah. You're gonna make if you're not making mistakes, you're not trying. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not gonna let a new guy drown. I might let him bob. <laughs> Stay just below the surface there. Look like you're sinking a little bit. You want a hand? No? Okay. Okay. K- kick off the floor when you're done. Yeah. You know, when you hit it. Yeah. And I'll help you. But because a lot of us learn through doing it. Yeah. You got to fail to learn sometimes. Yeah. But. Well, it's a lot of hands on. So, we, so you know, <clears throat> captain's off. Fire right. Because it's a young crew that I'm on now. So, I'm in the seat. Am I going to be a hindrance to them? Are they going to drag me out? Am I going to be able to do everything? You know, it's there in the back of your head when you first go back. Yeah. Because you don't know how far you're going to be able to push it. Yeah. Because you're not the you No matter what, at your surgery, you're not the same. You're not. Yeah. So you, they do the best they can to fix it, but it's, not, it's never going to be 100% again. Yeah. 
Well, unfortunately, you are correct. <coughs> so, and that worries me. I mean, it's in the back of my head. It's not going to stop me from doing stuff. But am I going to get hurt again? And if you're not thinking about it, yeah. I mean, how much longer are you going to stay on the job? Yeah. So, chances are, we and we've to, had this conversation before. It's we got not seven a years to go. Yeah, it's not an if; it's a when. Yeah. I mean, you you're probably not going to get out of this profession without being injured in some shape or form, whether that's getting burned, twisting your ankle, blowing out a knee or a shoulder or whatever it may be. It's going to happen. It's just mm-hmm. the nature of the job. Now, are right. there things that you can do to mitigate a lot of those risks? Absolutely. However, at a fire scene, you're going to be stepping on uneven stuff. You're going to be like, yeah, it's I'm, inherently I'm, dangerous. <laughs> rolled the ankle, yeah. the shoulder, now the hip, probably the other one. You know, been been burned, got that steam burn up my leg, up my pant leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Not the burning thing you get. I didn't know steam <laughs> could get down that low to get up your pant leg. Uh, in my defense, I, I did put the stairs out <laughs> before I went up. <laughs> she just let the damn stairs burn. <laughs> uh, that's a negative. I can jump down. It's a longer fall for me than you, but. Yeah. So, I mean, shit happens. You, you know, that's the thing, that's the thing with, you know, our, our job. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Every call is different. And you do it right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You could be doing, you could be 100% right in everything you do and still not have a good outcome. And that's, that could be EMS calls or fire calls. Yep. And you could still get hurt. You know, your, your back's going to go eventually. I know some of our ambulances have the loader now for the cot. Yeah. But it'll fail. Dude, the biggest thing that I've seen, and I've addressed it several times with different crews and different firefighters, but I see a lot of guys lifting patients with that stupid EMS bag on their back. Mm -hmm. I'm like, stop doing that shit. Yep. That is a recipe for a blown out back. Or doing it by themselves. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, let's be honest. Back in the day, you and I did it. Yep. Well, I never. That was the old cots. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But thankfully, we didn't have the backpacks back in the day. No. So. But I, I've I've definitely been the guy of hey, if it you know I take my day on the ambulance or whatever. No, we two man it. I don't care if it's a kid. We two man it. Yeah. Or two person, I guess. Yes. Sorry. Let me correct that. Yeah, I I always enjoyed lifting the cot with you just to see you get on your tippy toes. Well, <laughs> it got in there, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like a deadlift. Hang on, I got to switch my. Start here and then switch my grip. Yep. <laughs> Clean and press. <laughs> but, you know, you should definitely, I mean, when you lift something like that where you can use two people, use two people. Why risk it? Yeah. But, well, it's because we're men. Yeah. Or we're, you know, alphas of whatever. Well, then you have the, you have the young people and they're, I got to prove myself, which you do in a way. Yeah. But not doing that. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, work ethic I'm interested in. Yeah. And we always talk about the whole work smarter, not harder thing. Absolutely. And for me, that's how you prove yourself to me is you ask for help when you need it. You don't do dumb shit that might get you hurt. That's going to cause me to write paperwork. (laughs) You don't know how to write paperwork. I know. That's the problem. You're going to call me like, hey, how do I do this? I'm like, God damn it, Jeremy. Hey, you know. And you're the captain. Yeah. We won't get into the training for captains. That's We don't need to talk about that. I know. I know more than you. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And that's why <laughs> you scored a 47 on the test. Fuck and, him. Out 47. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. It Bro, is what it is. It is what it is. I still don't know how that happened. I mean, whatever happened, it's on me. It's my fault. Well. It is what ul- it is. Ultimately. Mean, it comes down to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, take ownership of it. I mean. Can't change it. Uh, yeah. It's, I don't think it's. No. Dude. I wouldn't necessarily say it's your fault. Um, But I would say that it's something just to, okay, it's over, it's done with, move on, prepare, prepare for the next one. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. And then, you know, you can analyze what you did wrong or what you feel you did wrong and improve on it. So. It is what it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're the one who studies, you're the one who takes the test. Yeah. So. Is what it is, man. Ask better questions, though, on the test. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Why was the ship great? I don't fucking know. Because it's a great ship. Because that's what the Navy paints their ships. Yeah. I don't care. How about that? I don't care. Yeah. So, yeah. I like the the steel questions. Here, read these four books. When to steal a long gate? Which book are we talking about? It's got four different numbers in my head. Yeah. And they're all right here. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah. So, anyway. So, you got another doctor's appointment. Yeah, I go tomorrow. Yeah. So, how are you doing... Like, as far as mentally with, you talked about how you switched to a 40-hour week, and that's been Dude, I've liked different and good. I've, I've seen a different side of this job yeah. that we don't talk about. <clears throat> what the fuck? I'm pretty sure I had a sinus infection, too, that was in my chest, because my breathing's been a lot better here in the last couple of days. Yeah. After, because I got freaking COVID yeah. this whole time. <laughs> I freaking, yeah. like, how did I get COVID? And it was like a sinus infection. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it hung in my chest for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> so there, I've seen a couple articles about how they're talking about COVID. They're talk, thinking about reclassifying it from a respiratory infection to a blood infection. I think it depends on how it attacks you. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's, it attacks different people in different ways. And we got Anna coming. I'm going to go ahead and pimp her, pimp her out. There you go. So, and I, I love Anna. She's great. To, to talk to work with she's on the in the same division right now that I'm in yeah and got to know her she's a single role paramedic so we're trying to teach her how to be kind of thing like a firefighter <laughs> <laughs> but we've been going through a lot of a lot of data together yeah. and because and, we're both medics but I see it a little different than she does mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing so kind of learning off each other but she's got a really interesting story and there's gonna be a lot of jokes sweet so, I, I, won't, I won't spoil it, but it'll be it'll be a good episode. Good, yeah. So everybody look forward to that. And uh, so, you know, seeing what she went through with COVID, and then, I mean, it fucked her up, bad. Yeah, <laughs> bad. So, but for me, it was just all respiratory, and I'm not. I'm not saying it was because I, I got the because I got the Pfizer vaccine. But, and that was personal choice. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's what 
made my symptoms lesser because my wife and I can both get a get a cold or a sinus infection, and I, you know, I'm a lot better off than she is. Yeah. Because I, I, but I've always been that way. I don't get, I get sick for twelve hours. Yeah. And then I'm fine. But I think it's in how your body responds to it. I think genetics has something to do with it, and they're same blood type. Yep. So I, I don't. Well, I they, can see it being a blood thing. I can, but show me the science. Yeah, they talked about the blood type right at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I was kind of looking to see what more research had been done, and I haven't been able to find anything. It's like they just kind of, oh hey, people with O positive blood, you are, you know, if you get it, your symptoms are going to be yeah. non-existent, I'm o, I'm o negative, or, so. or you're not going to get it. And so I'm O positive, so it's like, okay, well, but let's see some more data. Let's see some more research on this because. But if you've noticed that a lot of the big tech companies are pulling data they don't agree with. Yeah. Because it's hard to find. That's the thing. Even if you don't agree with it, it needs to be out there to compare it to. Yeah. Because you can you, you can read a an article or a was it a scholarly journal. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, that sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, as well as I do, there's confirmation bias. There is. So, and, and Goog- wanna... Google is going to show you what you want to see. Yes. Because well, we talked you... about the coffee guy. Yeah. I mean, if you click on the that one thing, then that's all it's going to show you. Yeah. And Things then... that confirm that one thing. And that needs to stop. Yeah. Put put the information out there. Let us read it for ourselves, and put it all out there. Like even when you watch CNN or Fox, those are the two biggest. Mm-hmm. One is not news; it's entertainment news. Yes, call it what it is. So you're gonna get fed a bunch of bullshit. And oh, my opinion is this. Well, I don't give a shit about your opinion. You're not a doctor. You went to journalism school. Yeah, you're be, a talking head. Show me the be facts. Professional first yeah. off, <clears throat> and you know have. And be able to have an adult conversation. No. I'm tired of the muscling. <laughs> On both sides. Yeah. You know, was Trump great? No. Was he bad? No. Is Biden great? No. Is he terrible? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. On both sides of the aisle, there's going to be things you like and things you don't like. And that's fine. But be honest. Yeah. And don't push things that are stupid. Yep. Like electric vehicles. Not opposed to them, but it's not there yet either. Well, let's be honest about the environmental impact of electric well, vehicles. Because you're, sure you're showing one side that, oh, we're not burning fossil fuels. Okay. But what are you doing with the land to get the batteries? Yeah. And how are you powering those electric vehicles? You're burning yeah. fossil fuels. Because guess what? In California... They just put out a thing to ask their residents not to charge their electric vehicles because their power grid can't fucking handle it. Shocking. Yeah. But yet in 2035, all gasoline vehicles, they will sell no more in California. Just another reason not to go to that state. So what happens to to tractor trailers? Yeah. I mean, that's a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you need a lot of power. Mm-hmm. To pull that. And range. Yeah, you need the range. And it's not there. Not yet. I mean, I think it'll get there. I'm 100% certain it'll get there at some point because we always advance as a society. And that's the way what we, you should do. Yeah. But 
don't push something that's not there yet. And something that is completely horrible for the environment. I think solar power will get there one day. One day it will. Just not today. Yeah. Sorry. And not in the next 10 or 15 years either. I mean, look at the first cars we had. They were steam. Mm Mm-hmm. And it wasn't there. And it got better and better and better. And it took years and years and years. Mm -hmm. It'll get there. Yep. Just be patient and relax. Like I said, I'm not opposed to them. Um, I, <coughs> so I go, I fall on the other side. I am opposed to them. I'm opposed to it being pushed. I'm opposed to them in general. I'm opposed to them for our job because they create a whole nother set of safety issues for us whenever we run them, if they're on fire or if someone, if they're in a car wreck, it's a whole nother set of issues. And they haven't really been so great about sharing the information of, okay, well, if you have to cut into this car to get this person out, what can you cut? What can't you cut? Yes. I mean, the information is out there. It is, but it's not widely available. I was talking to a truck guy. He goes, oh yeah, when you open the door, it says you can cut here. I'm like, okay, that's great. What if that car's rolled over a couple of times and now it's all crumpled? Yeah, and that sticker's not there anymore. But you still got to cut them out. So you cut into that and you get lit up and you're dead. Yeah. It's a possibility. It's, we got to think about this. Yeah. And I've ran a <coughs> car hauler full of Teslas on fire. And that was a shit show. Sit back and watch it, I guess. I mean, you, ultimately, that's we... Were you on the highway? Yeah, on the highway. So you we had no hydrant? No, we created a water shuttle. And it was just basically, come dump your tank, go fill up. Come dump your tank, go fill up. Come dump... Yeah. I know how that sounded as soon as... <laughs> as soon as it left my mouth, uh, I was like, I should have phrased, phrased that, that differently. differently. Um so yes, arrive and dump the tank. Arrive and dump the tank. Um, but yeah, so we were up there for. I mean, it was a good probably two, three hours, yeah. and we had multiple, five or six companies up there rotating through. Yeah, and that, and then, then you're dependent on how far away is the hydrant. So yeah. I need more companies now because yeah. I had to drive so far. Well, and we're going the wrong way on the highway. Yeah, so now you're shutting down the highway in both directions. Yeah, you have to anyway for something like that. Yeah. So, but, but and ultimately, <clears throat> I mean. Until those batteries, the fire burns to where you can actually get to the batteries, the water. Yeah. Like you said, you not, can't put it out. It's not there yet. So yeah. like, that's why I'm not opposed to electric vehicles, the idea of them. I'm not opposed to the idea of them. I'm opposed to them being on the road right now. Because yeah, they're not, it's not safe. No. Because it's not, it's not quite there yet. Yeah. It will be. Like I said, it always gets there. Yeah. Look at cell phones. I remember when dad had the bag phone. Yep. And I remember, my, remember his dad, my grandpa, had one that was mounted in the vehicle at all times. Had the little antenna you take out and stick on the... That's called a CB. No, not the CB. <laughs> my, my, my mom's dad, my grandpa there, they had CBs mm-hmm. in their cars forever. Yep. <clears throat> It'd be fun on road trips to turn them on and listen to the truckers. Yep. Awesome. But, you know, then I remember the Zach Morris phone. Yep. Had one. The original flip phone had one of those. Yep. To the best phone ever, the Nokia. Nokia, remember that? Um, I the had. Brick. <laughs> yep, I've had uh, LG phones the whole time, which they don't make them anymore. So I don't know what I'm going to get next. But yeah, Just go with Apple or nope. Galaxy. Go Samsung. Yeah, I'm. I will not be switching <clears throat> to Apple products. Yeah, 
teach their own man. I don't care either way. Yeah. It's a phone. Yeah. But I mean, and now we've come. Cause I remember the, I remember I had the razor and then the motor, all the Motorola's yeah. to, I've had both Apple and Samsung galaxy phones, but it gets, it's, it's better. It just keeps getting there. You keep progressing. It yeah. takes time. Well, the funny part is <clears throat> there is more computing power in this phone than in the whole spaceship that went to the moon. Mm-hmm. And I have a calculator on it. Yep. Goddamn teachers lied to me. <laughs> that's, still, that's still one of my favorite memes you see when you see it. You're not always going to have a calculator. Want to bet? Yeah. Technology. But I can still count back change. It's not that hard. Uh, no. That's basic math. You'd be surprised. Oh, I know. So here's something that I want to talk to you about because you're kind of a military guy as far as being like a history buff and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Have you ever yeah, I'm a dork. So have you ever heard of the hundred thousand man program that mm-hmm. was implemented during Vietnam? Nope. So Jack Jocko just did a podcast on this. I'd never heard of it. And I'm kind of the same way, you know, I military history and all this yeah, stuff. It's fun to learn about. It's fun to learn and you know, my dad was in the army, so kind of have that background a little bit. Um Apparently, um, what was his name? Robert McNamara, who was the Secretary of Defense or something under Lyndon Johnson. Um, whenever they were instituting the draft for Vietnam, they weren't getting enough people because they were just giving out deferments like candy, mm-hmm. right? So then they changed the requirements to be eligible for the draft. They lowered the bar and basically took... The nice way to put it, and there's a book out about it, and I wish I could remember the name of the book, but um, basically it's low IQ men. So basically people who were in that. I want to say eight, 70 or 80 is the cutoff of your IQ. Yeah. So apparently they just took the bar away completely because this dude who wrote the book, he went through basic training um, and like they called them McNamara's fools or whatever. I mean, it was a really derogatory name that they used um but basically guys who couldn't read or write couldn't tie their shoes by themselves and they were sending them into combat roles and for this like project 100,000 it was over 300,000 men that they drafted that fit into this category Hmm. and they had a what was it he gave the numbers you have to watch the podcast um but it was significantly higher like casualty rate. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask. I wonder if that played a factor in casualty rate. Yeah, casualty rate. Because I mean, it was over yeah. fifty-eight thousand casualties we had. Yeah. So, if you're not, man. So, because at that point, if you're below, I want to say seventy is the is the line for mentally challenged. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent on that number. Almost, I read that somewhere. Yeah. So if you send somebody who's below the mark or has a low IQ or, and I'm not huge on IQ itself yeah, as a test for your intelligence because it's not always accurate. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but that, and you put them in a combat role where critical thinking comes into play big time and following orders and being able to do things that are challenging that would increase your rate of casualty significantly 
I'm not saying that's why we had so many. I mean, you had an enemy that was very good. Yeah. And knew the land and yeah. fought and very very fought very well in the guerrilla warfare yeah. tactic and style. But that has to play. Because yeah. now me as a sergeant, let's say, I've got a unit or a platoon of say ten, fifteen people and five of them are part of that. That's now I've got to babysit. Yeah. So it takes my focus away from what I was doing. Yeah. Or should be doing. Yeah. That'd be interesting to talk to somebody who knows more about that. Yeah, and Jocko was talking about that. He was I guess whenever he found the book, he was trying to do he did some research trying to get the author on, but he had passed away mm. a couple of years ago, so he wasn't so he just went through the book and You know it's hard to find documentation for that when a fuck yeah, the government military. Well and he so I guess the author did a lot of research and trying to find those names and put them together. And then one of the guys that he went through basic training with whenever he, cause he was kind of, I guess he was out of shape. So he got put back with remedial, mm-hmm. um, which was where they put all of these guys. And one of the guys that he went through that remedial course with, he found them on the casualty list and mm-hmm. called and talked to his parents and all of this stuff. And I guess the military was promising the parents of these young men that they wouldn't be going to combat roles. So. Yeah, but you know how that goes with. Yeah. You go to the recruiter and they tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to be, you know, radar or whatever. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're in infantry. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got you know, to take your ASVAB and then. Yeah. Go through Uh-oh. training and. Oh, yeah. well, you're showing that you're really good at this. Yeah. You know, some gross point blank stuff right there. Yeah. Yes, I, I pulled out a John Cusack movie. Man. <laughs> I love the movie references whenever you're here. Yeah. Because with James, we just get TikTok. So. <laughs> Rachel has now started on TikTok. I mean, I've got I've got it, but I don't, well, I don't post anything. I don't make any. I'll watch them. There's some good stuff on There's some funny stuff. Yeah. But you well, dig to, through a lot of crap. To plug another upcoming guest, um, we're going to have Kip Nelson on, who he's a chaplain and is involved with WCPR, but apparently he went viral on TikTok. Hmm. Um, so he is from Wisconsin. He's a Packers fan. So I'm out. Yeah. So, but listen, this is, it, it gets good. So he made a video whenever the Packers lost, um, not this past year, but the year before. Whenever, you know, their head coach decided to kick a field goal instead of go for touchdown. And, you know, he basically doesn't deserve to be a coach anywhere, even junior high. That's my personal opinion. Matt LaFleur can suck a dick. Wow. Um, I, I hate the dude with a passion. Well, he's The Chiefs should have kicked a field goal and went for a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't get anything. He, he's the – he has got to be the worst playoff coach. I mean, even worse than Marty Schottenheimer. So just get to the playoffs and shit the bed. So, but don't anyway, worry. beside the fact, don't, don't, anyway, don't talk bad about Marty. Okay, did he win you a Super Bowl? No, neither, neither did any other coach except for two. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of coaches that never win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Are they all bad coaches? Yes. No. Yeah. If you don't win the Super Bowl, you're out. I'm just being a dick. No. 
anyway, so he makes this video where he's got his Packers jersey on, his Packers hat on, and whenever they lose the game, takes his Packers hat off, throws it down, takes his jer- Packers jersey off, throws it down. He's got a Chiefs jersey on. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen it, yeah. So he's going to be on the show. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he reposted it this year whenever. But it did the, it again. <laughs> it, and it went viral this year. It has yeah. like 4 million views yeah, or whatever. And I guess Patrick Mahomes liked it or something. So, yeah. Cool. So he's going to be on the show. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And he's a, he's a fun guy. So it'll be. We need to like. But he's it, a pastor, so we got to watch what we say. Sure. He's got a direct line to God. <laughs> I was going to take it with the fact that we have too many people named Nelson coming on the show because we had Scott Nelson on the other yeah. day. So I got a big family, dude. Yeah. It's fucking Scandinavians. <laughs> <laughs> we were here first. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> you want to know the first the first place that I actually learned about that? And you're going to laugh. But the first time I read anything about, you know, the Vikings or whatever being mm-hmm. in North America before anybody else, Louis Lamar books. Really? Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, that's not right in my little 12-year-old brain. Yeah. And I think it was about 12 or 13 first time I heard it. I'm like, yeah. but it's not what we learned. Yeah. So then the you, Americans. Yeah. They walked across the bridge, yeah. the ice bridge. Well, the Native Americans were here, but. Yeah. Yeah. The Vikings came over in like 1200 or something. Something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. so. they find that stone up in well, there's uh, a whole, Minnesota and all that. Well, there's a or whole. Wisconsin? In Newfoundland. or Is it Newfoundland? Well, yeah, you had Newfoundland where there was stuff, but there was yeah. even in They had in a whole America. settlement there. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were definite explorers. Hey, we're going to go out there. Yeah. Well, you could die. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But there's probably gold out yeah. there. We're going to go steal stuff. Come on. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Our canoe with a, with a sail on it. That's where the song Row, Row, Row Your Boat <laughs> yeah. came from. They were they were crazy. I don't know crazy of just like just adventurous. Well, they were adventurous. They wanted, you know, they had their culture. And I think and I'm a big. They were big. Well, they, they actually were, weren't. A lot of them, there were some big people. I'm a firm... Compared to Europeans? I'm a firm believer in the fact that humans have been moving around more and gone further than what conventional history will Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't argue say. that. I, I believe that, too. I wouldn't argue like that. Like, the, the oceans and all of that stuff and the mountains weren't the barriers that people thought they were well we were we're bigger now than what they were back then too mm-hmm. so but when i say they were big people compared to at the time they were like and they came into europe they were big compared to what people were and then i think when you look at like you know african countries and they were different sizes than what and a lot of that had to do with the way they were living mm-hmm. and stuff and you know when you look at a tribe compared to a city back then, health-wise, mm-hmm. that plays a factor into it because you were sick more in the city because you had all the waste mm-hmm. and the Black Plague and all that. I mean, it all plays a factor into it. Yeah. So, a little lifestyle. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're probably eating a little better in a tribe, a little healthier than, you know, 
Yeah. Spoiling the rancid meat and vegetables and you don't have as much food to where when you go kill an animal, it's like African tribes, you get a lot more meat out of that for your, your tribe. Yeah. Well, not so stuck on bread. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely healthier. I mean, more protein, yeah. nutritious stuff. And cause I was, I just read the African religion tra- chapter of our book, which was actually interesting, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of unknown stuff because of all the tribes. Yeah. And, and a lot of them, what was it? The, the Dogon was kind of interesting where it's still, they're kind of like the, the, the plateau plains areas. And, uh, they have a lot of Christian beliefs too, like, mm-hmm. but they still do sacrifices and things like that. I mean, they have what's called the Hogan. And I was like, it's Hulk Hogan. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my, when I was writing my paper, my, my computer kept changing it to Hogan with an A. Like, nope, nope. It's it's two O's. <laughs> yeah. And how he's responsible for bringing the rains and stuff, for crops, because they're still farmers. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I mean, something I'd never heard of. So it was kind of neat to learn about. Yeah. And at different religions where how they incorporate they incorporate Christianity to it a lot because of all the missionaries that were back in the day. Yeah. And like, well, you're not going to convert us, but I, I like it. And, we, you know, it makes sense. You can add it here and then like you have your lesser gods and all that. Yeah. So on Mother Earth and how everything's connected. connected. It's the circle so, of life. That's right. <laughs> Except for Simba and Pumbaa wouldn't be friends. <laughs> or <mean>? Timba. <laughs> Timon? Timon. Sorry. Yeah. Timon. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, and I'm not watching the remake. It's or... a, it's actually not bad. Nope. I did watch it. Nope. It's not bad. Nope. Not watching Mufasa die again. Once was enough. Okay. Granted. I'll give you that. That's why I don't watch Old Yeller or Where the Red Fern Grows, and I won't uh, read the books anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm No. No. That's why I hate the song Old Chef. Never heard it. Yeah, you should listen to it then. Nope. Can already tell. About a boy and his dog. Yeah. Chris Stapleton released one on his... Yeah, Maggie. Fuck yeah. him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I was about halfway through that song before I realized what it was. Yeah. And it was right as Oreo, yeah. right after Oreo. And I was like, I can't listen to this. No. My grandpa used to sing and play old Chip all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it's dogs eat you different no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still miss Rock and Maddie. Yeah. So, I mean, we got three now, but. Yeah, it's not. It's never the same. No. I mean, I noticed some similarities in them, but no. Yeah. You're never going to have another dog like Rock. That yeah. was a good damn dog. <laughs> yeah. So, and that, you know, both times I've had surgery. Put a dog down. Because my shoulder, we put Maddie down. And then with Rock and my my hip, we put. And I'd have, I was still on crutches. I'd have Ben come over and pick him up. That yeah. was terrible. I mean, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have asked him to do that. Yeah. But I couldn't do it. Yeah. And. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. That's the first time Ben saw me cry, too. <laughs> He's 19 years old, never <laughs> seen me cry. <laughs> Uh, I'm more of a private crier when I cry. Yeah. I, and, um, I'm like, the whole family, they all want to hug. I'm like, don't fucking touch me. I'm yeah. good. 
Yeah. You know, even like even when Grandpa died, I mean, in public, I never cried, but they're all wanting to hug. I'm like, don't touch me, and I can't stand the the, the line when you're at the wake. Yeah. And because you, one, you never on the when you're on the on the other side, you never know what to say. Yeah. You get I'm sorry for your loss. And yeah. how many times have they heard that? Yeah. Other just have a conversation. That's it. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Move along. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't do the line for my dad. We had you know a wake or whatever it was, but for viewing or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but it was really we were just kind of sitting in the church, and you know people came in, whatever, and I talked to people, but it wasn't that formalized. Yeah. You know, we're going to stand up by the casket for two hours or whatever. and We kind of did with Grandpa, through. but not really. Yeah. I mean, it was whatever Grandma wanted. I'm, I was going to do whatever my Grandma wanted to do. Yeah. And we had the one here, and then we had the one up in Winterset, Iowa, where they were born and raised. That's where he's buried. Yeah. But I'm just weird. Like, my um, wife, you know, wants to hug. and I Like, even when her Grandma died, I, or her mom like, I have a hard time being that consoling person. <laughs> it's I, it's a struggle for me. Yeah. Because when I'm not a touchy-feely, I don't want to be touched. Like, I don't I'm like hugging. It, you know you know I love you. That's that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's implied. Oh. We know. I don't have to say it every time for me. And it, it drives my whole family nuts. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm the only one that's. You're the only one that's like that? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's so like Thanksgiving. My son's girlfriend was hugging everybody. She went to hug him. Like, don't, don't, don't touch me. And I freaked her out. I didn't, I didn't mean to. I was like, let me explain. <laughs> Your dad doesn't like yeah, me. That's kind of what it was. She was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, like I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just, I don't like being touched. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I will, but it's like, if you guys, if, when, yeah, they've been together three years now. Like, when you guys get married, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> That's, that's my the, gift. That's the line. <laughs> yeah, that's the line. <laughs> you have to be actual family, yeah. and then. But like, I don't. I don't hug mom and dad. Nothing. I. Yeah. See, my dad was a hugger. I hate and it, and I'm not. Like even like the handshake hug that guys do. Yeah. It. I'm always awkward with that. Uh oh. You need to take that. Yeah. But yeah, it drives my wife nuts that I'm not. Touchy feeling. <laughs> well, I mean, sorry, sorry about the pause, man. Oh, we'll, no, we'll go and address good, it because it's going to show on the video. Well, yeah, the conversation. I, well, and it happened last time, and yeah. I made the point last time because honestly, I don't give a shit if it shows on the video or not. Um, I'm not going to try to cut and well, edit yeah, and you, all that stuff gonna, around. It's that. not going to work. I said that we should just randomly start pausing the video and then everybody switch chairs. Oh, the old Chinese fire drill. Yeah, is that sensitive? That's what we called it back in the day. Yeah, probably is now, but it's China, so fuck them. I apologize. But I mean, that's, that's what we called it. That's what I mean. For years, that's all I knew it as. Yeah. Even my parents did it. Yeah. I mean, our parents did it, probably. The, I'm trying to think of a politically correct or sensitive way to say that. I don't know. Um, just the, the shuffle chair drill. Yeah. Everyone switch places. Because Futurama does that with the robot Mad Hatter. 
change places. <laughs> and every, it was when Fry and Bender and the Robot Insane Asylum. Oh, not my stabbing knife. That's right. That's yeah. Roberto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it a few times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but so. Like, like, even at home, I mean, I mean I'll mean, i kiss Jane. I'll, I'll hug her and stuff like that. And Like Roper. Let's be honest. We're married. Yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. She does it, too. So. Yeah. But I just, like, holding hands in public, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. It's weird. Drives her nuts. I don't, I don't still hold her hand in public, but you can tell <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. You're not enthused about it? No. You got the RDF going on? Yep. And it's not that I don't love her. I do. Just It's just how I am. Yeah. Don't know why. Well, maybe you should talk to somebody about that. Yeah. It was fun talking to the surgery center and <laughs> about my face. Oh, really? Don't touch my face. Like what? I'm like I can't. So like the whole COVID test, you know, that didn't like not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It will not happen. So they had, they had the spit test is the same. I had to argue mm-hmm. with the surgery center about which test is appropriate. Yeah. I'm like, look, I understand you have rules. I understand you want a COVID test, but you cannot touch my face. You can't. I start slapping, and I don't do it intentionally. Like I have to. I I fight if something happens to my face yeah. to not. How do you wear a fucking SCBA mask? It doesn't bother me because I'm putting it on. Like I can touch my face, but I don't like. Don't like anybody else touching your face. Nope. Like I've always wanted a hot shave with a straight razor. Mm-hmm. One, I have trust issues. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not having. I've that always done. wanted one, but I'm yeah. like, like even getting a haircut when I had hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, see, haircuts don't bother me, mm. but the idea of having a stranger with a straight razor. I, mean, I the chances of something bad happening are slim. Yeah. But it's still there in my head. But there's always Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like even to get my hair when I when I used to get haircuts. I had to concentrate. Yeah. Not to Yeah. I that doesn't bother me. The shaving thing though, that yeah. It's weird shit. Everybody's got their thing, yeah. man. Drives my wife nuts. Everybody's got their thing. So. If I know if I know it's coming, it's not that bad. Like I can control it. Yeah. For certain people. But if I don't know it's coming, like I've slapped Jane's hand before, just out of reaction. Like don't do that. <laughs> you know yeah. better. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap it up then. So what's your final thoughts on the whole? You know, being injured on the job and. Where that takes you to mentally. I mean, if you let it, it'll take you to a dark place. Very dark. So how do you combat it? Like, what's your words of wisdom? I don't have any. I'll be honest, man. That's just, because we all deal with it differently. That's the thing. Everybody deals with each situation differently. And some people might need to talk to somebody. For me, it's just, fo- I'm, I'm big on goals. Mm-hmm. So my, my goal is to go back to work sooner rather than later but I'm not going to rush it. So you got to look at it logically. Doctor says four to six months recovery and therapy. Oh, I haven't hit, I haven't even hit four months yet. I'm at three. <clears throat> so I know it's, I know I'm going back to work. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're not, that's the thing. If you have that injury where you're not going back to work, that changes things. So find somebody you can talk to. Somebody who's been through it. You, know, you can go to a therapist if you want. I'm not opposed to that. 
but it's different. They don't, they can empathize, but they don't know. Well, and that may be, it may be a situation where you kind of need more peer support than an actual therapist. Yeah. I think take me taking this 40 hour spot and, and doing the community relations and stuff like that. Community outreach Mm -hmm. has helped because I still get to engage with the public. I know I've said in the past, I hate people, but let's be honest. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're, uh, I want to help you. You like to be the grumpy guy. Yeah. It's fun. It's easy. Yeah. (laughs) Being the happy guy is hard. I don't want that job, (laughs) but it's, you know, because you're, you're dealing with the public on a different level. You're helping in a different way because everybody needs help. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Everybody needs help. Well, and I I would say that you probably get to see them in a different light yeah. than whenever you're running calls. Because you know as well as I do, whenever you're running calls, it's never, oh, I'm having a great day. Yeah. You know. And, I, and I'm more assertive on a call to where I'm in this role, I'm more chill. So, <clears throat> fucking, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> it won't stop. But it's just different. So you can talk to them and they, and they ask you questions and they really start understanding what we do. Because mm-hmm. we, we do more than put out fires or run medical calls and car wrecks. We do so much more. We have our hands in so many different areas that are to help the public, to, to better it, to better the department, to better us, and to better the population in our city. <clears throat> Motherfucker. I'm getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> it don't take much. So, it's just annoying. Yeah. And this is the first day it's happened. that's happened. But I'm more open. Yeah. Breathing wise too, so yeah, it's just clearing out, moving shit around. So. so, but I'd say, I mean, one, you got to keep your head up, know you're going to get better, in whatever way that is. I mean, you're never going to be hundred percent again ever with an injury or surgery. Just like when you roll your ankle, something minor, but the first time you roll it, that's it. It rolls yeah. easy every time after that for yeah. the rest of your life. It sucks. Well, there's things you can do to strengthen it back up, but yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, you can be 99% or 99 and a half percent, but but, it's never like it was. Yeah. So I, I mean, peer support helps talking to people that have been there. Um, I tell you just changing your perspective on things because it's not hard to go down that, the doom and gloom road. And so, you know, in our, in our profession, cops, uh, military, even like we've talked about nurses and doctors, it's a reality. You're going to get hurt because it's a physical job. Yeah. Construction workers, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely wouldn't turn to alcohol as your go-to during the day because you you're bored. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We've gone day drinking plenty of times mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. Like, hey, we're off. Fuck it. Yeah. 8 a.m., perfect. Basketball's on. Yep. <laughs> It's March Madness. Yeah. What are we doing? We're sitting at the bar all day. Yep. Because they have eight TVs. And they had better TVs back then. Yes. Now I have better TVs. I have a better TV. And they've spaced the games out better. Yeah. So that, that helps. Yeah. But. Well, see, and all of my TVs are on fire sticks. Mm-hmm. So I can, like, have three or four of them going at one time. Yep. So, and they're all movable. Yep. You just got to have the outlets. Got <laughs> outlets everywhere. Extension cords. Yep. I may set up this podcast studio for game watching here in the next month or so. Mm. 
Need better chairs. These chairs are pretty good. Not for that long. Because well, think about it, we we move your couches around. Yeah. But when we did that, that you know, because we rotate the years, right? Yeah. We, every, nobody knows. Whose year is it this? I don't know because we didn't do it. We didn't do year. it last year because they didn't have it last year. Yeah, it was two. Yeah, two years ago they didn't have it. Yeah. But. I don't know. Start it over. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I, I still like laying on the couch or sitting up because you're able to move. Yeah. But because I remember we moved the couches to your old, in your old house. Yep. <laughs> the two sides had a table in the middle. Yep. And then Rachel came in. So both of us were out. Yep. <laughs> we we're watching that. Yeah. Don't, don't turn the channel. <laughs> uh, I think we had the pizza boxes in the middle. Probably. Yeah. Hey, man. Oh, sorry, I was I'm not allowed to go to the gym. For how long? Till I'm healed. And then even when I go back, I have to be careful what I do. More body weight, resistance. Yeah. Uh, stay away from the treadmill. Yeah. Which I don't like the treadmill anyway, but elliptical's fine because I, I do that at therapy. Yeah. But because I, I was wanting to get back into it anyway because I need to lose the weight. And he came in the room and goes, you're fat, lose weight. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> wow. no, no, no argument here. <laughs> But you know what? I like that kind of a doctor. Yeah. I mean, I'm overweight. I know. Like, dude, I own a mirror. I have a scale. I know what size my jeans are. <laughs> I yeah. can see. Yep. I still get myself with a mirror before a shower. I still flex. Like, I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy and not a gold, do ya? <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's a reality. And yeah. plus, when, now when you're off, you're real sedentary. Yeah. Sedentary. Yeah. Sedentary, yes. So, well, you know. Have Jim open all the time. So yeah, but then Rachel has to put up with me, and I feel bad for her. She already has to deal with you. She doesn't need me coming over every day. <laughs> well, whenever we get back to where we're on the same shift, we can get so a workout happens. schedule. Never know what's going to happen there. Yeah, but I mean, I do want to get back into it. And I've cut myself. I'm down to one soda a day. Good. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And I like I said, I really don't drink beer, but. We try and eat a little healthier at home, but we had burritos last night. Yeah. I can't stay away from Mexican food, man. I love Mexican food. Uh, yeah. I, I'd i like to disagree with you, but... It's so I, delicious. Yeah. All of it. I've started yoga. Yoga kicked the shit out of you. Yeah. I like yoga. But I've, you know, I notice a difference whenever I really focus on flexibility. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot better. Yeah. I guess my back isn't as tight my hips aren't as mm-hmm. tight because i have problems with my hip flexors and my it bands mm-hmm. and which that leads to having lower back pain so yeah i like yoga i'll probably do that again because it's, it's not just flexibility it's also those stabilizer muscles we forget about a lot mm-hmm. yeah you can build strength doing yoga yeah. if you're doing it right so because yeah. we did it with the when p90x was big when we got married we, yeah. did, we were doing it dude youtube <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is a bottomless pit of freaking yoga videos. Yep. And stretching videos and I gotta figure out a band exercise band exercises for the resistance. And I still want to use weights, but I squatting's out. Yeah. Because of what it how it messes with your hips and all that and the pressure. Because I mean I'm on the path for with this job and my build and all that, hip replacements at some point in my life. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I can't control it. So I can do what I can to push it off. Losing weight will help. Mm-hmm. 
but I like food. Yeah, lose weight, become more flexible. You'd be surprised how much of your joint pain will go away. And I we've talked about selling the bike because I don't know what's going to happen when I get on it. You're going to be able to ride the bike. Because I, mean, I, I told you when I was shifting, it was painful. Mm-hmm. And if it still is, I'm done. Well, you need to give yourself some time. Well, I, I'm not going to sell it right now. It's yeah. a conversation we had. Yeah. And it's not something I want to do because I've wanted one since I was a kid. Yeah. I finally got it. But it also become, became no fun. Yeah. What was a stress relief became a chore. Yeah. And then it became no fun. Yeah. And honestly, it's not me I worry about when I'm riding it. Yeah, it's, it's everybody all, else. It's all the other doofuses. Mm-hmm. Get off your phone. Pay attention. Yeah. Because I'm a pretty nice guy for the most part. But you cause a wreck with me and you run your phone, I'm hanging it square in your ass. And I'm not going to be nice. Yep. Sorry. Accidents happen. I'm well aware. Shit happens when you're driving. If you drive long enough, you're probably going to get into a wreck sooner or later. But if you do it because you're stupid, I'm going to go all major pain on you. Let's take my foot so far up your ass. <laughs> the water on my knee is going to quench your thirst. <laughs> all right. On that note, thanks for tuning choo, in. Choo. <laughs> thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, you know, if you're struggling, reach out. There are resources out there. If you know somebody that's struggling, reach out, show them that you care, let them know what the resources are out there for them, you know. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for stopping by. Like, subscribe, click all that good stuff. Glad I could show up for this one. Yeah, and <laughs> we'd like to thank Chris Nelson for making a guest appearance. Yeah, so <laughs> I got fired, what can I say? <laughs> Not fired, just, you know, on sabbatical. Yeah, yeah, I got tenure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>